0: Welcome to Pharmacy View Technology and Pharmacy Business Podcast Series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. I'm talking today with pharmacist Aaron D'Souza, who is currently head of eSolutions at Guildlink. Welcome Aaron.
1: Scott, great to be here.
0: Likewise. So Aaron, you and I have had the opportunity to work together for a period of time in the Terry White days um, and since then have bumped into each other at several pharmacy events. For those who may not know you or have heard you speak um, at pharmacy events, who is Aaron D'Souza?
1: Yeah, well, uh, f- first of all, it's great to be here and thanks for the opportunity. Um, the, to the question, who is Aaron D'Souza? Well, first of all, Aaron D'Souza is a pharmacist, a proud one, and one who is still actively dispensing medicines. I was uh, in a pharmacy last week doing just... That I think the other dimension is that I, I love technology. I've always loved technology, and so marrying the efficiencies and the convenience that uh, that uh, technology offers with pharmacy is such a wonderful opportunity. And that's uh, that's what I get to do on a daily basis to uh, to look at problems that are facing that pharmacies are facing. And then um, come up with innovative solutions with technology that don't burden the pharmacy. That's the first thing. It's not a, uh, a weight to carry, but rather wind in the sails. And and I think that there are many technologies out there which can actually cause more problems for pharmacies because they're not fit for pharmacy, rather than being something that is uh, is designed with the pharmacist in mind and the and the staff in mind. And more importantly. The consumer or customer in mind. So Aaron D'Souza uh, loves to, uh, to to be part of that. I think another part of it is uh, is uh, I'm, uh, I'm currently doing my MBA and one part of that is uh, bringing all of those lessons that the MBA offers into everything that we do here so that the solutions that we're building are not you know heavily focused on technology, heavily focused on pharmacy, but they're also, they have a dimension of being a really good business tool and something that pharmacies can pick up and they know that it's going to bring value. And that's the most important thing, bring value to their business and yeah that's the dimensions that uh, that I have I thoroughly enjoy what I'm doing and as part of what we do at Guildlink you know I have the same challenges as uh, as community pharmacies in terms of building our business and we share those lessons um, with our clients so um, yeah that's the uh, that's my best answer to that question Scott.
0: No thanks for that and that's really good and I think you raised a really key point there about you know there's so many platforms and, and apps and you know everyone purports to be better for your business, potentially save you money, make you money, make your life easier. But then uh, we might chat a bit later about platform redundancy because everything's happening at such a rate of knots, you know, something that you might've been using for the last two or three years might actually be costing you time and money now. So, uh, Mm. so that's a great point. And I've made a note for that later on. So, Aaron, I do know that you're very passionate about technology and pharmacy, so uh, you've given me a list of kind of key points that we were going to discuss today. So let's start with uh, your knowledge experience of the e-prescribing and apps platforms.
1: Yeah, look, it's the hot topic at the moment not only for pharmacists and prescribers, but for the Australian government as well. And they're doing a great job at the Australian Digital Health Agency to support everyone, all the key stakeholders in this picture, from consumers, patients uh, through through to prescribers, dispensers, the dispensing software, and as well as the app developers as well. And everyone has their role to play in electronic prescribing. Now, If we look at electronic prescribing, uh, it is a leap forward. You know, (laughs) I wish it was a step forward, but uh, it is a leap forward. And it's going to, in retrospect, everything will become clear. But at the moment, there are definite risks. And I'm sure we'll talk about business risk this session that we've got. But there are genuine opportunities for every community pharmacy. But the opportunity can only be uh, grasped and realised if the right digital tools and the strength in digital is present within the business. So electronic prescribing, I'm I'm sure that many pharmacies have already uh, started that journey and they've seen their first electronic prescription come through. And it's all well and good to say, yep, we can do it now. We we can scan the code in store and we can download the script. It's just like, you know, having an ERX barcode. It's as simple as that. Well, if that's the horizon and that's the context that you're looking at, good, but you're at risk of disruption because the ultimate goal is really to make electronic prescribing the the tool of the the consumer and give them the convenience, which is such an important value proposition for consumers, the convenience of sending that electronic prescription ahead of time to their pharmacy of choice. So definitely a an area of uncertainty for pharmacies. But the best advice at the moment is to work with partners who, who really genuinely understand electronic prescribing, who are there as a stakeholder with the Australian Digital Health Agency, as well, and also too big to fail. Which, obviously, a company like Guildlink, we're really proud of, uh, of being a, a big player in this space.
0: Space, yeah. And we've spoken to two pharmacists previously in in two of our other episodes around their experience with e-prescribing, and and certainly, they've been happy with the the level of training and information that's come through. There's mm-hmm. certainly been enough information to, to get the team on board and, and to date, most of the feedback has been quite positive. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not saying that there probably hasn't been some challenges out there, but uh, I think, in fact, the, the biggest one's probably been more from the doctor's side of things and still to potentially solve the um, scripts in the aged care facilities. Yeah,
1: it is a complex area. And in, in, as I said, in, in any complex area, often it's about, you know, first of all, recognizing the complexities and then trying different things. The clarity comes after trying a few things and, and getting your fingers burnt a little bit. The other part of this is that we're all in it together. So from a technology point of view, from a pharmacy point of view, and as well the prescribing point of view, everyone's in it together. This is new for everyone. And so I think it's important to take that partnership approach. And that's certainly what we do at uh, at Guildlink, to take that partnership approach with uh, the various pharmacy groups, the individual community pharmacies, the Guild, as well as the the pharmacies themselves, to make sure that everyone is moving and stepping uh, in concert together and learning from each other.
0: Yeah. And certainly, again, just a note that I've made there is that it could be a real challenge for independent pharmacy businesses that maybe are not part of a group where, where there's been a very clear direction coming out as to, you know, well, which which platform or which direction is the right one for me?
1: Mm, absolutely. And got to start somewhere. And you can start slow with electronic prescribing. Some advice that I'd give pharmacies is if you've already got, for instance, Guildcare, the great thing is you already have an app. The Guildcare comes with an app, a patient app built in. And uh, that's That's one of the first aha movements for many pharmacies because they've already been using Gilcare. They're they're used to it. And then they go, oh, I'm going to go and get this new patient app. And you go, hold on, (laughs) you already got one. Why don't you try Gilcare out and try it with a couple of your really easy going customers and also engage with your local prescribers and become that local expert. It's actually a really fun opportunity to touch base with your local prescribers and become, as I said, the local expert, the local tech genius on how an app can help. And I'll tell you one of the risks, Scott. I heard it in a uh, conference over the last couple of days is that there are prescribers in the community who, through no fault of their own, have been sending prescriptions, electronic prescriptions, directly to pharmacies. And that obviously is a risk that if the perception's out there that a prescriber can do that, well, then it can be seen as prescription channeling. And we certainly don't wanna see that. We want to see community pharmacies engage with their local prescribers and ultimately the patient has the choice. And if you get on the front foot by saying, okay, we have the My Pharmacy Link app, which is the Guildcare app. The My Pharmacy Link app is what our patients use and it connects them directly to us. So if your patients don't have an app, on their phone, get it on them now before electronic prescribing reaches your shores, and then engage and show the doctors just how easy it is Good. so that yeah. it's a, solving a problem for them too.
0: So, in effect, what you're saying there is that by, mm. uh, I guess, arming or, or you know, in cap, they're then directing the doctors as opposed to the doctors or the, or the prescribers just automatically yeah. prescribing to a particular location.
1: And, and that comes back to the point I made previously, Scott. Everyone would have heard of a SWOT analysis, a strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats analysis. And I'm sure you can rattle off a SWOT for your pharmacy really quickly. What the, the thing to do though, is in that, that segment of, of strengths, if you're not aligning that with opportunities, well then you're missing the whole point of that SWOT analysis. So if your strength, if you have a strength in digital capabilities, well then you're perfectly aligned to the external environment, which is that electronic prescribing is here and that's an opportunity. But if digital capabilities is a weakness in your business, you're not gonna be able to take this on as an opportunity. So the best advice I can say is that get on the front foot now, make it a strength of your business in terms of using the My Pharmacy Link app, the Guildcare app, getting that instilled into your staff, getting people using it, Uh, encouraging people to to get downloaded, helping them through that journey and then also helping your doctors through that journey as well. There's nothing to say that you can't get that app on your doctor's phone so that they get familiar with it and they can be a local advocate as well because at the end of the day there's there's a mutual benefit and that is shared between the consumer who gets convenience, the doctor who gets certainty and the pharmacy who gets efficiency and that's really important that that triangle of care
0: okay and and look i, I guess just following that up then is that if someone was looking for this information it's as simple as going to the guild link website
1: yeah yeah look there's plenty of re- uh, resources out there well you know at, 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 in pharmacy it's all about person-to-person contact right i mean we are we are so based upon the, the needs of our consumers and and we love knowing uh, a human being is behind that um and i think that that's the important thing i, I can we can of course go to the the, the guild care uh, ng website or the guild link website there's plenty of resources there but i, I actually Recommend people reach out straight to the Guild Link team, the support team, um, the support number, or, or even straight to the company representative for your state. Um, so they're, they're great guys. They're so happy to help um, and they'd actually solve the problems um, uh, or the challenges uh, being faced by the pharmacy. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're more than happy to help actually person to person. It's it's a it's a great resource to have a human being um helping. So yeah, uh, please reach out in any way to the GuildLink team um uh, by support or, or the state reps.
0: Yeah, and, and look while while we're chatting there, I just brought the um the guildlink.com.au uh, webpage up. And yep. there's a, a section there about us, um, mm. our people and contact us. So and yeah. again, I did that within seconds of, of you and I kind of <laughs> chatting about that, which is great.
1: Multitasking. So, Love it, so. Scott. <laughs> well, you
0: know, again, I might be towards the uh, the, the latter part of my uh, working career, but uh, certainly uh, and one of the reasons I'm doing this is I guess to bring two passions together. And that is the uh, my, my time in the pharmacy industry has been excellent uh, and met and worked with a lot of great people in all kinds of roles. But uh I've really enjoyed seeing the technology transformation um, in pharmacy over time. And, and you know, there's there's pro- probably from a, um, a consumer perspective, many opportunities. But when it comes down to the technology side of things, I think pharmacies at the forefront of uh, quite a bit there. So that's probably a good segue then into what we classify as... Um, you know digital pharmacy, digital transformation and integrations. So uh, talk to us a bit about your passion for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, it's um uh, so digital transformation sounds like a really scary term because it it brings or conjures up images of you know robots and AI and a whole lot of stuff, which let's be realistic. In pharmacy, we are are all about evolutionary change. And this, at this point, as we spoke just previously about electronic prescribing is is yes, it's a punctuated equilibrium now where we're shifting or accelerating the change. but yeah, we 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 work on um, slow, gradual, um, lasting change, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're actually really effective at doing that. And the recent um, uh, community pharmacy 2025 document that was uh, commissioned and brought out by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia shows exactly. That, that between now and 2025, there's a pathway or a number of pathways to transform your business and digital is, is one of those. And there's a number of steps, simple steps that can be taken um, to, 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 as I said, have digital strength. Have a digital strength in your business um, so that you can uh, take hold of the opportunities that are out there. Let, let's go through uh, a few of them and, and moving on to that to that point about integration. So sure. uh, a really, really simple one uh, on the hygiene checklist is, um, is Google My Business. If you uh, haven't yet done so, make sure that you do have a, a proper Google My Business listing for your pharmacy uh, and it, that it's completed and filled with information. Really, really important point. Now, the second thing off Uh, on on the back of that, is let people know about your business and and a website uh, is part of that. That's what Guild Digital, which is the agency I created uh, for the industry, Guild Digital does exactly that. It it gives you an off-the-shelf solution that is fit for pharmacy. Really important point there, content that has been written for your pharmacy and has all of the right tools to engage your Customer locally. So, a website, really important part of it. And then, for instance, you want to have an app, the app we've spoken about with the Guild Care app, which is called My Pharmacy Link, having that downloadable off the website. There's an integration, a really simple one, and one that Farm- Guild Digital does for a lot of its clients. And then we've got something simple like bookings. Now, it's time, we haven't done it yet, Scott. It's time to talk about the elephant in the room, which is COVID-19. The the C word. (laughs) The C word, exactly. Now, let's talk about it. It's been a challenge this year. It's been a huge challenge. Those pharmacies who were already digitally strong, they had those connections and they they could see these threats through. Because that's the other thing about a SWOT analysis. If you have a strength, you are more likely to be able to propel uh, yourself in times of uncertainty and that is repelling the threats that are out there and of course as we said grasping hold of the opportunities. So when COVID came along we had a number of pharmacies calling us and saying Aaron I'm behind the eight ball Uh, we need to get a website up Pronto. And we did that. We had websites or at least a digital presence up for pharmacies. Within 24 hours, we were helping pharmacies and getting those websites out, especially our, our colleagues in Victoria who got hit hard. So uh, that's an important part of all of this COVID has changed again the expectations of of, of the community. The vaccine, of course, is is coming through in 2021 and the approach will be phased through. But by the middle of the year, you really want to have a website up that has a bookings platform connected to it. Interestingly, (laughs) Guildcare already has that. So there is a bookings platform. Yeah. as part of your guilt Care subscription. Completely free as part of your guilt Care <laughs> subscription. So it's really exciting to see that and it's definitely something Happy that you that want to too. have. Yeah.
0: And look, Aaron, on that too, from, from my perspective, and I'm doing a little bit of work with some pharmacists and some pharmacy groups around Australia at the moment, it's um, great to see... Um, a lot more pharmacies and pharmacy businesses getting involved in the online presence. But one of the things that we, uh, I spend a lot of time with them too, is making sure that when someone contacts them through that uh, forum, that someone actually responds fairly quickly. Because no different to you know potentially a customer waiting in your pharmacy to be served, you know you have a level of tolerance. You know people can see you're busy, but when you're talking about online, it's immediacy. So it's really important once you've got these websites and these contact points and the e-commerce platforms set up that someone's actually looking at that on a really regular basis because you'd almost suggest that, you know, half an hour is too long for, for some kind of a response, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, Scott, you've, you've, you've absolutely hit it. If you're going to do something, do it well, do it right and meet customer expectations. You don't have to exceed them, but you definitely can't disappoint them. So really, really important point there, Scott. And this is where we see a lot of pharmacy getting to what I call digital fatigue or platform fatigue. They try to do too much. They try to be on Twitter and on Facebook and on Insta. That's exhausting because you you know what? You know what's the most important thing in, in pharmacy? Stock on your shelf, staff on the floor. That is without doubt. And this is my time as an owner. If you get that right, 90% of your problems are solved. It's that 10% extra that you want to uh, get right to get consumers engaged with the business to actually (laughs) uh, make sure that the stock's moving off the shelf and the staff are are restocking shelves. So it's an important part. Don't get fatigued by, by doing too much, which is why you mentioned before integrations. Integrations are a great way to get efficiency and not fatigue yourself. Let me give you an example. With using a Guild Digital website now, we put on links and content about apps, whether that is the My, My Pharmacy Link app or other apps that the pharmacy is using. We're, we're agnostic there. And we can put information on that website so that instead of trying to waste time in store, telling people, or oh, go to the Apple App Store and then search for our app and then download, that's too many steps. Go to our website and download our app. Nice and easy. Go to our website and download our app. Go to our website and book online. Go to our website and you'll find the information there. That's the first step. It's a nice, easy, less fatigue.
0: Yeah, one one first stop, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Let's make it an employee, which is just online, (laughs) just that concierge, that digital concierge, who's online directing the traffic and telling the story of your pharmacy. But I think the second part of that, and this is where we, we see a lot of efficiency problems in the dispensary, it is a fast paced environment in that dispensary. And look, I, I remember the days where I was doing two, 300 scripts a day as the only pharmacist on because, you know, my other pharmacists had to go to training or whatever else, no robot, all of that um, on my shoulders. I didn't have time to sit there on Facebook and, and chat back to, uh, to customers or I didn't have time to re-enter data from another platform into, into Guildcare so I could do a vaccination. It's really, really important to have integrations. And that's where the beauty of a, of a, a Guildcare you know, type environment where you can have a bookings embed on your website. So a little link on your website or a little window on your website, which then people can book on and it immediately gets inputted into Guildcare. And that's what the integration is all about. That's where you get efficiency in the pharmacy. That's where you can save costs. And if you can save, you know, costs, you're making more money. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to do more sales. <laughs> yeah, no, That's
0: right. And, and, and again, just to, to, I guess, reinforce that point there is that you're right. To, to a point, pharmacy digital transformation can be a scary monster because, you know, how, how many things have I got to log into? How many things have I got to transfer information between? So, so potentially, if I come back to the question of, you know, which platform is the right one. What I think I've heard you say is the the one that actually does the most steps with one login.
1: Yeah. Look, Scott, the good old alt tab of death and how many pharmacies have got a little chart of the 15 login and password and, and every password is you know pharmacy123 everyone knows that but those that that login page and that password page we should really be getting rid of that and there's great tools out there as well even even on simple things like that uh, no. you know LastPass or you know there's a, there's a number of of password uh, you know it's a very simple Absolutely. little thing yeah, yeah. no we <laughs> that um, can the, help yeah,
0: yeah l- last week's episode or, or the episode we released last friday was specifically about that we um, yeah. we spoke with Richard Manthe and oh yeah Anthony, Richard yeah. Um, yeah. And, and really just focused in on the fact that you need to be really careful about, you know, leaving your post-it notes mm-hmm. list of uh, passwords in, in view, and that there's some really good platforms out at the moment that yeah. can manage. All of your passwords mm. with one password. So again, that's that transformation or that inter- integration of not trying to remember. And, and again, I'm even with my business. I, I think I've got about fifteen different um, web page logins that we're we're in the process of trying to transform that into the use of something like Microsoft Teams, for example, where. As a, as a business, we're actually not integrating outside of or we can do. Actually, multiple things with one platform. So we're hoping to get down to about five web pages and logins. So
1: yeah, look, it's it's. I think it's a challenge across all businesses, not just uh, not just for pharmacy. But the great thing is, this is a problem that's been solved. And I want to, uh, if I wouldn't mind taking a, a couple of moments just to talk about this. Many of the problems that that businesses face are problems that are solved. And and you know when you you realize that. It's really nice. It's it's actually relieving to know that this problem is not unique to my business. It may be a problem solved by the Australian pharmacy industry. It may be a problem solved by the international pharmacy community. It may be a problem that's been solved by another business anywhere in the world. And I think one of the first steps now is don't try to make things so bespoke to your business or feel like you're the only one going through this challenge. We're all going through these challenges, uh, whether you're a digital web agency like like Guild Digital or whether you're an independent community pharmacy. We can f- solve these problems together because the information's out there. It's accessible. And like I said, a lot of these problems, they're solved problems. It's just about applying it. And that's there's something really nice in that.
0: Yeah, so and again, that comes back to that uh, one-stop shop. If, if within your business, pharmacy business, you've got someone that's... Um, you know, really keen and, and eager and, and happy to kind of work in this area, then they're more than likely doing that as part of their passion. But if you're a pharmacy business that doesn't have this skill set or this passion within your business, then giving yourself or, your, or your, the team that you're involved with a call you know, sounds like the place to be.
1: Absolutely, Scott. Look, I mean, that, that's the great thing about pharmacy. We're, we're so willing to help each other. And I, and I love it. And that's why I love going to conferences like APP and, and engaging with people, good people who are, you know, innovative thinkers and, and recharge and, you know, help you to, uh, to, to get insights. We have all the tools in the world. I mean, we even have publications like the In the Know publication, which is it's an excellent publication it has some great insights in there. I do refer to it and I, I do want to talk about something called customer journey mapping because that's a, it's a really good tool. Customer journey mapping helps any business to identify the path that customers are currently taking with your own business. So it could even be the path that your staff are taking through your business operations. And really uh, empathising, we're so good at that in in pharmacy, Uh, empathising with our customers, understanding their pain points. And once you know their pain points, you can actually look to the industry, look to solve these pain points with ready-made solutions and work with partners in the industry who know pharmacy, that's a critical point, know pharmacy, and can actually give you insights to help solve these pain points so that the journey that your customer takes through your business services is a valuable one is is meeting their needs is meeting their expectations and and alongside that is working with your staff to create efficiency so there is an exercise that you can do um, it's outlined in in uh, the current edition of the um of the uh, the um in the know publication um yeah and it's worthwhile i um, going through that exercise and also just doing a quick Google search on on that technique called customer journey mapping. And once you've done that, you can can start applying that to many things in the business. Like I said, just dispensary efficiency. And it could be something as simple as the carpet. Like we keep tripping over that little spot in the carpet. (laughs) And and I know that sounds like a really silly thing, but that is a pain point. You do that five times per day and you're actually wanting to find a new job so it's it's not a nice thing those little little pain points yeah
0: yes and I guess the good thing with that too Aaron is that again if we talk about where pharmacy you know, has come from where it is today and what it might look like even next year the transition from the customer that's you know, used to walking into your pharmacy you know be it monthly or fortnightly depending on the script cycle to what next year and i guess what covid's done to us this year and that's actually transferred those customers who haven't been able to walk into your pharmacy as easily and do the home delivery and the mm-hmm. uh, even with the doctors the telehealth uh, technology that's really changing it. So, so the customers now almost form two majorities and that is the ones that will walk into your pharmacy versus the ones that will actually transact with you online and you need to be ready for both or,
1: or servicing both Oh, it's a question of optics, isn't it, Scott? And, um, and the, way, the way I see it, uh, previously, optics of a pharmacy were all around shop frontage and was all around, you know, the visuals of, of knowing where the pharmacy is, and that's transformed already. Uh, that's just a business thing now that um, people look online, they search online, and they've been forced to do that. They've been forced to, to, to engage with apps and engage with the internet by so many things. I can't even watch the cricket anymore without, uh, you know, having a subscription to, to 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 a an online sports channel. I can't just turn the TV on. Now, in that moment, you think, what else is happening out there with customer expectations? Um, and how does my business get affected by those external things? We've seen the rise of Amazon. We've seen the rise of delivery services for even things like a bottle of wine. It's all changed now. And pharmacies uh, do need to engage and tap into that it's it's not a, it's not about being scared by it. it's about going okay well how can this work for me
0: yeah this is this is the new norm and certainly um we spoke with pharmacist Tim Shelton a couple of episodes mm-hmm. ago about the Amazon experience mm-hmm. and we were talking there about his time in America where he might have been at a lunch or a barbecue and and uh, if the word Amazon didn't come up nine or ten times okay. it was unusual but also there was an instance where they were missing something from the what they were doing for this particular meal and they basically ordered online and it was delivered before everyone kind of went home. And that wow. was the standard America. And of course, you know, I, I saw in the uh, pharmacy media this week that um, one of the large pharmacy chains here mm-hmm. is uh, now reporting a, a two-hour delivery cycle around Melbourne. So it's yes. it's here yep. and you're better off to embrace it and work with that expectation. I'm not, not saying that you have to match it, but certainly, you know, in a local area, um, a two to three day delivery cycle is probably not acceptable anymore.
1: Scott, you, you raise a really good point. And let's, just, let's just deconstruct that. Th- this solution that you mentioned is for uh, Metro Melbourne, where the expectation uh, and of consumers because of, you know, companies like Jimmy Brings and, and Amazon have, have raised the expectation and it's just being met. A lot of pharmacies, you know, who who might be in a rural country town, they might say, no, that's not right for me. But I challenge them to recognise that you have to find out what is right for you. You can't just say it's not right for me because the expectations of your local consumers are still changing. So there are many tools out there that you can use, even tools on the Australian Bureau of Statistics website that you can get the demographics of your area and once you know that, you can start uh, constructing a picture of what the expectations are. I would be actively asking your customers, what do they expect? Do you expect us to have deliveries in two hours? They may say no, but find out what their expectation that's is. Uh, yes. Yeah, really no. important part of it. And and that's that's a human thing, um, but it's not a digital thing. Um, but they the two of them do have connections really important point
0: correct yeah aaron um, we, we need to wrap up today but there's Ooh. certainly a lot more to chat about so if uh, you're okay we might get you back for another session in, in the new year but if that. i can um just a couple of the key websites was guildlink.com.au and guilddigital.com.au yeah that's that right
1: Definitely go and, and have a look at that. We've we've got a, a range of blogs um, uh, on many of the topics I spoke today about um, on the Guild Digital website. There's videos there as well, so there's multimedia there that you can you can engage with, read more about. But most importantly, remember that digital is not just about computers and software. Correct. Digital is the framework of human to digital to human and. In that framework, there's a lot of power because we're not trying to replace the human to human contact. Digital is trying to enable that. Correct. And in pharmacy, there is nothing more powerful than taking that framework in mind and going, yeah, I'm not gonna lose my humanity, the social aspect of my business, because I'm pushing people to only interact with the website. I'm gonna use my website, my apps to actually create a more um, meaningful human-to-human interaction. Yeah, agreed. And that's what we should all be, be, be aiming for. So, yep, definitely um, have a look at that. We've also got the Australian Pharmacy Digital Engagement Guide, which is a free resource we've put together um, for, for our colleagues in pharmacy to know that. The Guild also has many, many resources in the learning and development uh, space. So uh, have a look at uh, guilded and those resources, especially around electronic prescribing, as that is probably the most uh, imminent aspect of digital over the next quarter.
0: Yeah, no. And look, Aaron, that's great. been great. We'll, if you're okay, we'll include a uh, link to your LinkedIn page, should anyone Perfect. want to touch base you yeah, on there. But I'm, I'm sure following this, if there was anyone looking for more information, Guild Link, Guild Digital is the way to get in contact with you and the team.
1: So yeah, I really look forward to it, Scott. And, and um, hopefully 2021, we'll see a uh, blossoming and a flourishing of, uh, of community pharmacy as we navigate uh, these challenging times and use digital to, to be the wind in our sails.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Aaron, thanks for your time today. and I look forward to staying in touch and we'll look to uh, chat again in the new year. Thanks very much. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Scott. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business, Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series, Or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website pharmacyview.com.au.